A small goblin woman crests a large grassy hill. She is dressed in white robes and a large white hat, the various tassels that hang down to her shoulders. Behind her, we see a small town at the bottom of the hill. Exhausted, the goblin wipes the sweat from her face and sits on a rock to catch her breath. She looks up the road ahead of her at a large dark castle at the peak of the hill. Her fatigued expression turns to one of confusion and then to one of fear as she notices a column of red smoke rising from the top of the citadel. She leaps from the rock, still staring at the billowing smoke protruding from the castle heights. She hikes up her robes and begins to hustle back down the hill towards the small town. As she runs, we look back at the dark castle, billowing red smoke, and words begin to form. Chapter 1. Hell Night Hill. of four strangers making their way towards the town hall at the center of town. In the center, there's a large monument of a man, surrounded by pools of water and one large fountain. A crowd is gathered of villagers and townspeople waiting outside the town hall. And as the heroes approach, many get excited and start to gather around and talk to the heroes. What do you guys do? Yeah, so Kaleri is definitely, like, not concerned with what people have to think about her or even speaking to anyone, really, who doesn't plan on, you know, actually doing something. So she just kind of keeps her head down. Not necessarily, like, in the in the way of, like, not keeping her head down, but, like, she just tries to avoid making eye contact with anybody or even speaking to anybody and just walks straight to the monument circle attempting to keep to herself. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So like most of the villagers get this signal and Kaleri is kind of keeping to herself away from most people. Well, Urkel is, uh, I think I'm six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Six, seven, big boy. Oh my so gosh. I'm, uh, a big boy. I'm like, uh, Urkel just sees the mass amounts of people rushing forward and just lights up and is like reaching out, shaking hands, asking names. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, this is such a big party. Didn't know that, uh, you know, it would be greeted with such enthusiasm. Uh, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Okay. Yeah. So Urkel's kind of getting to know the townspeople. Most of them are like ex- exceedingly friendly um, and very excited to get to know Urkel. Um, well, uh, Aaron, he's like leading the group there because, you know, they didn't know where to go and he knew right. where and so he's leading them and, and and as they're approaching he's almost like 
being their docent, being like, and right over here, this is this. I read about this uh, in uh, uh, the uh, the um, the library, the 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 book company here, and uh, this is. Uh, and then he turns and he sees that there are a bunch of smiling people headed towards his way around the monument, and he goes, oh, and uh, and then gets kind of quiet, and then gets um, he he ends up kind of like. Getting behind uh, Kalare and oh, just kind no, of like, oh no, he doesn't. Erko grabs like him kind and of... introduces him to the town. So he says, "Do you know my friend Aaron? He certainly knows the town very well." Aaron, say, introduce uh, yourself. Uh, say hello. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 hi. What's uh, what's Rizikig doing during all this? Uh, uh, you said Kalare just was off to the side by herself, right? Yes, that is exactly what she's. Doing. Um, yeah, I think I think Frisky just takes a moment to to takes in all of this uh, chaos that's kind of happening and doesn't really care for any of it, and so he just goes and stands next to Kalari on the outskirts. Okay. Um. Okay. So because uh, Kalari and uh, Frisky are kind of like standing back, uh, you guys are gonna see that. This uh, this monument circle is what you've heard. Um, it's like a giant, like marble paved circle. Um, it's really the centerpiece of Breach Hill, mm-hmm. and around it there are six deep wells of like water. And as you see, like there are just random like villagers cu- coming up and grabbing water from like buckets and going back into town. Uh, so this is like in the center of center of the town. Um, and then in the very center of this like central piece, there is a f- like 15 foot tall bronze statue of some some dude. Looks like some kind of guy in robes. So I'm gonna go ahead and share that pick with you. Oh, um, I'm ready for the pick. I'm excited for the pick. Yes. Hmm. Oh. Very cool. I believe I've I've heard of this gentleman before. My father was telling me about. Um, is this? Um, I lean over to Aaron. Aaron, is, uh, what do you know about this statue? Is this? Is this um, a, a breach? I think the town is named after him, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, I don't. Uh, I was telling you about it. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's Breach Hill. Uh, <laughs> that's right, Mr. Breach Hill, I believe. Yes. <laughs> I just pat him on the back, like for uh, me, me, like oh, yeah, see, we're on the same page. Yeah. So um, while while you guys are kind of chatting about the the, the statue and talking to people, um, hmm, go ahead and I'm gonna just say Kaleri and um, Frizzige, give me a perception check. Yes, sir. You got it. So Kaleri is gonna get a solid twenty-one. Oh, nice! Wow. So Frizzigig rolled a thirteen, and mm. plus his plus his perception. You ready for this? Really big, really big bonus. Makes that a fourteen. Hey. Oh, <laughs> fire! Okay. Well, um, we'll say this. Uh, Kaleri definitely sees it first, but Frizzigig off obviously is going to like catch her uh, gaze as well. But over in kind of the corner of the courtyard, like closer more to the front doors of the town hall, like more away from the the statue and the crowd, you're going to see a well-dressed goblin woman and she's just pacing in front of the front doors. She's wearing white robes and she's got a necklace of a butterfly on her on her uh, neck. 
Okay. Uh, you see, see that? You see her over there? I do. I'm not sure why she's pacing back and forth in such a manner, but I do see what she's doing over there. Do you want I'm to curious. speak let's, to her? Uh, yeah, let's go check it out. I think you probably have precedent as one of her kind. I will be there for support, however. All right, so you guys, uh, you guys are heading over. Um, Frizzigig, you're taking point on this, right? I guess I am. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, as you as you head over, um, hmm, Frizzigig, give me like a like a. Is, I know I'm so used to Pathfinder one. Is there a knowledge local, or is there like a like a? You know what I'm saying? Like a society um, there, local you can, check? You can society. have like lore. Or there's society, society, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me a really a really quick society check. Society. Mm, ooh, I rolled another We're 13, but with okay. my society bonus, that makes this one a 19. Oh, okay. Rondo. There you go, baby. Um, so, Frizzigig, you also got a huge bonus to this because mm. of who you are. But a you, huge bonus. You automatically recognize this woman as Warble Bumblebrasher. Um, she is, uh, as, as a bumble brasher from your, your clan of Gimgash in the, in the mm-hmm. surrounding area, you know, Warble is actually a ambassador from, uh, that stays in Breachill and she is an ambassador for all of the bumble brasher goblins in the nearby area. Mm. So you, she, she might've like visited your tribe a couple of times. Gotcha. Yeah. So she's. You guys are approaching, and as you guys are walking up, you overhear her saying, My bumble brashers. Why haven't I heard from my bumble brashers? She's just kind hey, of pacing. It's, uh, Miss, Miss Warble, right? Huh? She looks over. She says, You, you're, you're, you're a bumble brasher. What, what, what are you doing here? Have you heard from, from the Citadel? From the Sit. Nah, I'm uh, no, I'm from Gimgash. Frazenton's son. Oh, oh, my dear, Frazenton. Yes, yes, we go way back. You, you must be Frizzigig. Yes, yep, yes. Uh, not yet. That's that's me. She kind of like as she says that she kind of like remembering you and like it's like eyeing <laughs> all of your bombs hanging out. She like takes a step back and she's like, uh, uh yes, um, ha- I haven't. Have you heard from <laughs> from the Bumble Brashers of Hell Knight Hill? Uh, nah, I don't. I don't really go. I, all right, Miss Miss Warble, I'm I'm not like you know the most social of goblins. I just kind of I don't really know anything. I don't really know what's even going on here. That's why you just kind of seemed like you knew what was up. So I came to ask you what's going on. Yes, yes. Now, now, Frizzigig, I understand. You're from Gimgash. It's very, very far away from Hell Knight Hill, but you must know that when we goblins are in trouble, we we send a flare of red smoke. Do you remember? No, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you know, I mean, it's, they, they teach all the kids. They give you the flare. They say, you know, you get lost in the woods. You just break the flares <laughs> where they go find you. Or, you know, everybody does the flare at the same time. It's something really big. You know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. red smoke coming from Hell Knight Hill to many of our tribe. They're coming. They, the, the smoke Uh-oh. was coming. And, and I'm afraid they might be in trouble. I haven't heard from them in some time. Now, I've come here to speak to the council about 
about seeing what's going on up on the hill. And oh, and then like right as she's saying this, like the doors kind of swing open and you see like two guards kind of like come out. Um, guards wearing like kind of normal armor, very, very small town mm-hmm. uh, kind of patrol guys. But uh, they open the door and you see the like crowd kind of making their way. And she says, now Frizzigig, are you here to answer the call? I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but not like I, uh, I mean, yes, yes, I'm here to, you know, I, I don't, it's, you know, I gotta, it's what I gotta do right now. Well, I, I must say I'm very proud of you <laughs> to represent the Bumblebrushes. We haven't have a, mm. we haven't had a hero, hero come from the Bumblebrushes in some time. Now, 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 yep, now come with granddad. me. Yes, yes. Now come, <laughs> come with me. We must be off. And she kind of takes you by the hand and like kind of leads you into the like, the like town hall. No, wait, uh, 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 mm. uh Claire, are you coming? Yes, I, I'm following right behind you. As you guys are kind of w- going in, uh, Urkel and, and Aaron, what are you guys doing? You notice the crowd is moving towards the town hall. I'm continuing my conversation with the townsfolk. It was such a long time since mm-hmm. I've been back here, but you really have done a lot with the place. So tell me a little bit about your child. Hey. And I'm just talking. Hey, <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Uh... I think we're supposed to. Oh, uh, uh, hey, yes, sir. I think we're supposed to go in. Uh, yeah, I think we're supposed to go in. Uh, it's like it, I think it's time. And he checks about like three time dials or watches, whatever he has. And he's like, "Yeah, and everyone's moving too. That's uh, we should go in." <laughs> well, we can't be tardy. Absolutely, let's go. Right. Let's go. Well, I just usher everyone thank in. Uh, okay, so yeah, Aaron. Uh, Aaron <laughs> guides Erkel away from all the conversation and brings him towards the front doors of the town hall. And uh, as you guys are entering, um, you know, you see the two guards. They kind of like nod. and They're like, mm-hmm. and they kind of like nod and like friendly gestures. And you kind of go through a hallway. And eventually you enter a, like, large room with, like, um, a few, like, pews, almost kind of like a church building. Um, and, and you see there's, there's like a, let's see, like a middle, a middle runner. It's exactly like a church. Like, you've got two pews on each side. And then up on a stage in front of all the pews, you see there are five desks. Each desk has a, like, bronze nameplate. And you see, like, five different people like sitting slash standing up by these desks and like chatting with one another and like all of these like townspeople are kind of pouring in through like the the two different doors into the room and uh now all four of you guys are like in here with these like uh citizens and i i'm just curious what are you guys what are you guys doing everyone's kind of chit-chatting would we um would we recognize any of these people as like politicians or um, like people of people of importance based on like what they look like um, or maybe just like knowing, you know, hearing about them. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and attempt a society check from Urkel. Um, yeah. And 18. This is 18. Yes, okay. Yeah. You got Urkel definitely knows and and you get a bonus to this because, you know, you've got you, you've been around Breachill for a little bit. Um, these you would know this as the council. 
so um, yes. the council. You would, yes, you would know Breachel uh, operates via council, and uh, they serve two-year terms, mm-hmm. and they are elected diplomatically by popular vote. And so right. <clears throat> it's like the top five people that are voted are the five council members. And so uh, up at the top by the like different like desks, you see there is a elderly human woman, a middle-aged human woman, a middle-aged dwarf, a middle-aged gnome, and then a like elderly uh, human man. And they're all kind of like talking to one another. And then like the townspeople are down in the pews. So I think um, Kaleri is kind of sitting back like as she always does, like not wanting to engage anything that's not like strictly business. I do want to roll a perception check to see like if anybody is like sticking out or if anybody is like making a point of it to like interact with people um, more so than others. Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, a big fat 20 bomb. Um, 25. Okay. Um, 25. You, like, scan the area. I just see Kalaria. It's, like, a very, like, skeptical person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you're looking around, and <clears throat> no one's striking you off. Like, everyone here seems like, I don't know, like like most people you saw in the tavern. Like, these are, like, you know, public servants, and these are their citizens, and they're here for a good old town meeting. But <laughs> All right, cool. Not, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, Warble, Warble turns to Frizzigig and is like, I, I'm i going to just speak and and ask anyone if they would help me with with seeking out the bumblebrashes on Hell Knight Hill. But I, I know you, Frizzigig, and I know you'll be just the perfect one to help me. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I feel, you know what? I feel a lot better about helping you than most people. Yeah, we got to stick together, us Bumblebrashes. Now, now, Breachel's been real good to us. I've been, I've been working real hard to get the, you know, all the Bumblebrashes riled up and, and around the area. And, and I, it's hard, it's hard getting people to like goblins these days, but, but we do our part. Ain't, yeah, she's, got that mean, right. she's an old person, so she's yeah. like kind of going on mm-hmm. rat tat chatting. <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, do you? Kalea's uh, kind of scan the room, physically talking to Warble. Um, Aaron or Urkel, do you want to do anything, or are you kind of just like hanging out before this meeting commences? Yeah, where do we sit? Are they guiding us somewhere? Are we supposed to? Sit? Are we yeah, so. Yeah, so on the on the map, you guys can see there's all these like villagers and stuff, and you guys can kind of move yourselves around wherever you want. Uh, but there's plenty of pews and things like that. Okay, great. So we're just kind of filing in with the community. They're not bringing yeah. us in. Are we the only heroes here? Um, do you want to make a perception check? Yeah, absolutely. Um, t- Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, yeah, just from a really brief uh, scan, looking at these people, most of these guys in here and, and women are just really like uh craftsmen and tradesmen and and like clerks and you know so no one's no one's really carrying arms or brandishing great swords like you guys mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah kind of out of place a little bit <laughs> yeah um so yeah from from what you guys see you guys are pretty much the only real real adventurers here 
Um, well, I, yeah, I any... take my my cane and I throw it on my lap and I scooch down the pew. Okay, it's in the back back right there. All right. Um, so after after a few moments of you guys kind of um, kind of filing in, making small talk. Oh, I want I wanted to say something else to to work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Before we move on. Um. So uh, I mean, well, should we should we just go? Take care of it. Well, as you know, for the gig, the, these people, you know, and Breachill, they have a very specific way they want to handle uh, adventurers and and problems. So I I have to make my case in front of all of these here people, and and then the the council uh, decides if this is a problem worth suited for, and and if it's important, then they'll auction it off to the heroes. So. Eh? That's dumb. I'm sorry. Why can't... Okay, like, if we're having a conversation about it, why can't... Why can't I just go take care of it? I don't... I... I why do we gotta sit here through all this, you know, pomp and circumstance? I, I see, Frizzy Gig. I understand. But we... We have to play the human's game. We... We can't just go on and cause... Cause friction between their ways. They've been doing this for almost 170 years. We need to respect the traditions. Sure. What? All right, all right. I'll wait over here. You go, you go, say your thing, and then we can go take. Care okay, of the thank you. She kind of like grips your hand like <laughs> old women do, and she kind of like, kind of like kind of waddles over. Um, and then after like after she kind of walks up to the front, um, you guys hear a a sharp a sharp rap from the gavel, on on the front desk, and you kind of look over, and all of the those five people are now sitting. Um, sitting at their at their desks, and a uh, dark-haired woman um, is um, they. Uh, it says a deeply furrowed forehead and kind eyes uh, brings the assembled crowd to a hush. She's sent, she's sitting in the center, which um, Urkel, you know, the center. Uh, this is the head council woman. Um, this is the first place vote of the pop the popular vote. Hmm. Um, and she says, welcome neighbors and friends. The dark haired woman begins her rich voice washing over the room to the Breach Hill Town Council's monthly call of heroes. I'm council president Greta Gardania at your service. And on behalf of my colleagues beside me, I promise you all that we will hear and consider today's petition with the utmost discretion and care. There's no existence without community, as our town charter says. Today, our agenda includes one petition. Miss Warble. We are going to be here forever. Miss <laughs> Warble, our very own ambassador of the Bumble Brashes of Hell Knight Hill, requests the help of heroes for a matter of utmost importance she's like reading off of like a piece of paper let's hear her concerns in her own words shall we miss warble um as she says this uh warble kind of like you know wobbles up to the front gets up on like a little podium or stand and says <clears throat> esteemed counselors she says with a frazzled tone in her voice it's been more than a month since I've been able to contact the Bumblebrashes of Hell Knight Hill. 
I fear that something terrible has befallen them. What's more, I've seen my people's distress signal coming from the top of Citadel Alteran and... Before she can continue her petition, the door of the western side of the room flies open with a crack. (gasps) And a a young man, eyes wide with panic, runs in shouting, waving his ink-stained hands. And as he does, black smoke and flames billow from the hallway into the room. Fire! There's a fire! Everyone flee! Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. I need everybody to roll their initiative. Oh boy. Eek. Okay, I can dig it. What do I add to my two roll again? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> no, you're. Kidding, so for initiative, this is going to be the party order, and everyone's going to roll a d20, and you're going to add your perception modifier. All right, sweet. Yeah. So I got a seven. Use perception for every initiative roll? No. So, yeah, in, in Pathfinder 1, you had initiative modifier in this game. Um, it depends on the encounters. Most of the time it's perception, but sometimes we're going to do like stealth or some other skills. But right now we're doing perception for initiative. Okay, sick. Because my perception is pretty good, so I can dig that. All right. What did you guys get? Mine is a plus one. So I got an eight total. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, in case you in case you, you don't know a lot about initiative numbers and you bring it home, eight is actually like a really good initiative <laughs> number. That's really what you're shooting for. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely very disappointed that I got a 21. Always, you should always shoot for an eight. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eight, eight is the, the best number. It's actually closest yeah. to eight. Yeah, no, is really. the that goes first. It's a sweet spot. Urkel sure. was checking his emails on his cell phone and is oh, six. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ronnie, what, what is... He's not what paying Kaleri attention. Kaleri get? Kaleri got a, a 21. 21. Oh, okay. 21, and 21, Jack, 21. what'd you get? I got a 13. 13. Okay. Well, you guys can all see yourselves on the map. Uh... We're moving in like six second turns right now. That's how Pathfinder does things. The entire room, uh, as this guy barrels through the door and flames are just crawling out of the, the archway behind him into the room. The entire room is just thrown into a chaos and uh, black smoke is just filling the room and like kind of like covering the room in a haze and everyone is just scrambling around you, like scrambling over their seats and their pews, like trying to get out through the, the door behind you. Um, all of the uh, the, the five uh, council members are just kind of like jumping up and they're gonna like try to help, like calm the situation. Um, but in this moment, uh, uh, Claire, you got 21, right? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, what do you do? Okay, so Clare, like, sensing, like, immediate danger, like, she kind of, like, jumps up and, like, is, is looking around. Like, she wants to see if she can see anything. Like, could she see what caused the fire, or is it just fire billowing out of this room? Okay. Um, give me give me a perception check real quick. A perception check, okay. 24. Nice roll. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, you're looking around the room for a cause of the fire 
and in the fire, like over like where the flames are coming in, you see like a small elemental made of fire, like dancing oh, around and is just like walking into the room, like kind of like laughing. Um, and like, is, is he causing, well, I guess we wouldn't know if he's like causing the fire to spread or if it's just spreading naturally. Um, yeah. Uh, but okay. So if I want to like help the elders, like escort people out for now, like what, what would, what would I need to do? Okay. So if you are going, yeah, this is a really interesting encounter. If you guys are going to try and help the, the council, the council members getting people out of this room, because right now, like because everyone's in a panic it is like no one can get out it's like whenever you have too many people like climbing over each other no one's getting out uh if you want to try and calm people down and get them out of the room um that is going to take your entire turn it's three actions to like calm down some people and get them out if you do that for one full turn you guys are going to be able to probably get two people out now, the more of you that are going to be trying to do that, the more successful, the more people you will be able to get out of this room. Um, but, I mean, the uh, time is ticking. The fire looks like it's going to start getting bigger. Um, and the room is filling up with smoke, which you know is going to start like hurting people. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of your options, what you can kind of do. Um, okay. I, I think, like, instead of instead of wasting my actions to, like, run up to that elemental since it's still, like, in the, in the corner right now and I'm pretty far away, um, until it becomes, like, a more of an immediate danger, I guess, I'm going to just try to, like, get people out. But, like, so so you said I have, I have to use my whole turn to get two people out. So if I've already used one action to, like, perceive danger, like, what, what can I still do? Because if I can't, then I'm just going to get in between the elemental and the people. But if, if I can move some people, I'm going to try. Okay, so, yeah, doing a perception check, I think, is a free action. Oh, um, okay. Uh, so it's going to be... Um, it's going to be one one turn, one action to uh, find some people, one action to calm them down, and one action to actually get them out of the room. So a full turn okay. to get to get um, two people out. So let me know if I can do this, because um, this, this is what I want to do. So I actually want to um, locate two people, um, calm them down, and like use a free action to tell somebody else to like help them get out and then put myself in between the people in the front row and the elemental because I, I kind of as you were as you were speaking i forgot that on its turn it could move up and attack some of the civilians and i don't want that to happen okay so, so would i be able to like elicit actions. help from somebody yeah you're using two actions to locate and calm and then you're gonna yes. okay and then you're gonna move okay yes yeah, yeah you just keep track of that and that's what kaleri is gonna do Okay. So yeah, Clary like kind of like finds two people like right in front of her, I guess, because she's sitting near the back and like touches them on the shoulders and says, just calm down. We'll get you all out safely. And then kind of like one runs into like the middle of the room um, where there's like a clearing and puts herself in between um, the elemental and the, the remainder of the citizens. Gotcha. Okay. So all of all of that happens exactly the way you said it. And now Aaron is going to get a chance to react. What's Aaron going to be doing right now? Aaron is going to run up over, I think, on the stage about here so that he can get towards the flames. And then he's going to 
use a ray of frost at the flames or the elemental in the middle. I don't know if you can hit them or not, but. So yeah, Aaron's gonna move one action to, to move over and you said you're gonna use this, the spell Ray of Frost just in the general area of the fire. Yeah, I, it says target one creature, so I'm assuming you have to, but it really doesn't matter. Now I'm rolling. Okay, 22. That is a hit. So uh, go ahead and hit me with that damage. Uh, one hot d4 damage, which is three, plus my modifier, seven damage total. Seven damage total. Okay, so you just fire. Uh, Jackson, how does this this uh, ray of frost look like? Give us a little mental picture of it. Is it like a like an like a icicle dart, or is it just like a snowball? No. Okay, so it's like um, a freeze ray gun <laughs> within the like my bones. Okay. And then I shoot it with my finger, and out comes a frost freeze ray. <laughs> kind of like you, like um, Yakusho. Yeah. Sick. Okay. Something. Well, that that freeze ray bolt. Yeah, my fingers. <laughs> uh, hits this fire elemental, and you almost like put out the flames that encompass its body. Uh, it actually took a little bit more damage than what you told me it did. So. What? Oops, sorry. Wild. Uh, if this was Pokemon, oh. it would be very effective. Um, Aaron. Aaron says under his breath. <laughs> Perish, you monster. <laughs> Perish. Uh, okay, so does Aaron have any more actions left? Everyone gets three actions per turn. No, moving was one, and then casting. Okay, the was the awesome. Other All right, so Aaron has gone. Clary is gone. Uh, next up is actually going to be uh, this little fire dude. Um. Hmm. Little, little fire. Little fireman. He's actually, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hop up on this whole stage and he's gonna move for one action over to Calare, uh, being the first person it can see. Bring and, it on. And uh, let's see, it's going to go ahead and do a a bite attack. And does like a fourteen hit? That ain't, that ain't gonna hit she, my. <laughs> okay, I, it's gonna go for another bite, but this time it's gonna be since it's a second attack, it's gonna be at a lower uh, chance to hit. Trying so, to bite on these my, succulent bones, he can't get none though. Oh, okay. Um, Unless twenty-one. Oh, that's that is a hit. That's that's not fair. Yeah. That's is that a was that a natural crit? Was that a crit? <laughs> that was not a crit. Okay, thank goodness. Mm. No. For some reason, I have this feeling that if you would have crit, I probably would have died. But that's just an ink, like a suspicion that yeah. I have. Which well, well, and so in this game, if if I hit ten over your AC, it is a crit. Oh, yeah, that is two. true. I forgot about that. Okay, but you're but it is not ten over. What's your AC right now? My AC is seventeen. AC is 17. Okay, you're fine. So I'm going to roll some damage. Give it to me. 
Alright, so Kalira, you're going to take four points of piercing damage from its bite, okay. and then it's also going to deal one point of fire oh, guess from its what? flames. Guess what? What? I've got uh, fire resist one, so I ain't going to take none of that! <laughs> so no fire damage for me, okay. please. Okay, resist. You All resist right. one so fire Kaleri, damage. Uh, yeah, uh, just keep in mind, other other players, Kaleri just got bit by the flames, but the flames don't appear to hurt her. I um, live in flame. All right. Next up on deck, I believe it is Frizzy King. All right, all right. This is what Frizzy King's going to do. Uh, he's going to... He's gonna spend his first action uh, moving a little bit closer and gonna use his second action to do something called Quick Alchemy. Okay. Uh, which allows him to use, so n normally to make his alchemical bombs and other things, he has to do those at the beginning of the day and he gets two for every one of his like set of ingredients he can use. Uh, but if he has any left over, he can use an action to make one of anything from his uh, set of ingredients. They're called infused reagents. Spicy. Uh, on the spot, but he gets only one instead of two. Ah, uh, but I left a couple of those open, and um, he is going to use them to make uh, uh, a frost file, uh, which is like a cold bomb, I guess. Uh, and I am going to throw it at the little uh, fire gremlin dude. Okay. Uh, but uh, so alchemical bombs also have a splash trait, which means they're not everybody within five feet of them takes damage. So Clary is going to take a little bit of damage, but it's only one. Okay, whatever. So dude. Everything's going to be whatever, fine. Whatever, dude. <laughs> just whatever. Just. just whatever. Uh, that's a sixteen to hit. A sixteen to hit my. Little fire guy's AC. His big mm -hmm. old AC. Uh, that's a meals. Wait, if he misses, okay. Do well, I still here's take the thing about damage? alchemical items. Oh, yeah. Uh, you do, but he also takes his blast. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so, it, so he's gonna take one point of cold damage. Okay. Uh, he takes one point of cold damage, but it hurts him a little bit more than. Hmm. So, I'll yeah, hit some of so, that. I get some of that cold. Uh, and then you also take one point. Uh, uh, I'm not but too yeah, excited you, about that. You almost nailed this little guy. Hey, hey Kaleri, that one's that was cold. You might want to watch out. I just Let's go don't, hard a little bit. I don't deal with him. <laughs> I'm not dealing with him. Okay, uh, this little fire guy, his fire's almost out. Nah, you're big and he's, you uh, <laughs> he's not as uh, as like bright as he was when he entered the room, all like happy, uh, go lucky. But now it is Urkel's turn. What does Urkel do in this chaos? Uh, he's going to, Urkel is going to stand up from his, uh, his pew, and he's going to run out in the hallway. And as, so everybody's kind of just like falling over themselves. I'm guessing visibility is getting worse as like kind of smoke fills the room. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, Urkel, Urkel's going to try to kind of like get at the end of a, a line and start to kind of direct traffic. So would that be two actions? Can I grab the first two people and calm them down? Kind of like one in the front row, run in the back and begin to calm them down and kind of explain to them that, you know, we want to, to start filing out towards the exit, like here. Does that make sense? Like directing traffic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you make sense. Um, are you not able to use your full action? Like all three? 
uh, I move. Okay, yeah. So actually, the the first action is to locate. So I'm gonna say that's part of your movement. So. Okay, so I kind of just like shifted out of my chair, got to the end of the aisles, and I'm gonna send two people kind of down the aisle yeah. and motion the next ones to come forward. Just because I see the other three kind of working on the, the fire thing, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's gonna be a little bit too far away from me because I'm kind of tucked back in the corner here. Gotcha, okay. So Urkel says, single file, single file. Perfect. You, Quickly, big smiles, move down the road. Yeah, you find two <laughs> Yeah, you find two people uh, pretty close to the doors, and you get to shoo them out. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and remove uh, two of these villager tokens. Um, and, okay, so now at the end of the round, all of the counselors, um, you know, they they are now joining the ranks in the kind of the center aisle. Um, they look... I mean, they're not your average citizen. Like, these are the people in charge of this town. Um, <clears throat> there's a dwarf, like an older woman, um, like a middle-aged woman, middle-aged man, um, and there's a gnome. And they all just kind of mm-hmm. spring to action, and they start, um, you know, grabbing civilians and, like, uh, assisting you, Urkel, really, getting these people out. And on their on their turns, they're going to grab... Um, five people, okay, and they're going to take them out. Getting them out. Um, getting them out. Okay, so now at the end of the round, we're going to go into round two, and the fire is actually going to grow. Oh, shoot. Um, it's going to grow by two more squares, so now there are six squares of fire inching its way towards the the, the civilians. What does Kaleri do on her turn? Um, first, I want to see how the breathing conditions are. So like, is it difficult to breathe yet or is the smoke still kind of sticking to the top of the room? Uh, yeah, it's it's sticking to the top of the room, but it is slowly inching its way down. So you can only imagine, you know, a few more rounds of this and it's gonna start to like be impossible to breathe in here. Okay, I think as soon as, Claire's gonna like make a mental note, like as soon as it kind of gets difficult to breathe, she's gonna just hold her breath. Um, but if it's still like okay to breathe, then she's not going to yet. Um, okay. That's mainly what I was trying to figure out. But um, I'm gonna just try to finish this this uh, clown in front of me off, um, since he <laughs> bit me, and since I get kind of splashed with a little bit of cold damage, I'm I'm gonna be real. Kaleri is not like super happy. Um, part of the reason she has like, a resistance to fire is because she had some pretty like rough experiences with fire as a child. <laughs> um, so like. You know, that basic, just um, like pain from heat, she's kind of grown numb to. Um, Because like one fire damage isn't really like a burn necessarily. It's probably just like the heat on your skin, right? So that's like kind of how she has like a resistance to that as from like that built up immunity to that like psychological pain almost. Um, So she is like, like in the face of like this fire that's like an endangering like another group of people and like all this damage that she's taken, she just kind of like, immediately like begins to like become really angry and the rest of the party doesn't know what you know class Clary is but they just see her get like really angry um and kind of like her chest swells up and her like muscles flex a little bit and Clary like glances back at Frizzigig and like wants to make him think that she's so mad because he got she got splashed by that cold damage but that's not really why she's upset. Um, and she's uh, gonna Frisgate turn. thinks, man, one of these villagers I'm standing around must have really pissed yeah. off Larry. <laughs> <laughs> um, just completely dense. Uh, 
Um, all that being said, she's just gonna like turn to the, the little fire elemental. And, like she has her sword in her hand. She's gonna say, you caused this and you put these people in danger. Now it is time for me to take your life. And she's gonna like swing down at it. Um, kind of at this point, like less for the safety of the people, more because just the presence of this being a fire just like makes her so pissed. Um, and she's gonna roll. Ooh, uh, 19. <laughs> a night. Yes. It's going to be a hit against the fire elemental. Shuck. Um, okay. She and roll damage. She has a great sword, so it's a big <laughs> D12. So probably like one damage, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't even, Claire can't even do one damage um, because <laughs> of her strength. But uh, yeah, Kaleri is going to do... 13 damage just with the sword and then because she is enraged she's going to deal additional 4 damage um, and so she deals a total of 17 damage okay um, it had 2 HP <laughs> left uh, so you just swing your sword Get and then it just like it's like a gust of air just like like blows it out like a candle oh yes <laughs> I love it um, yeah so, so the fire elemental is banished. It is gone. Oh, baby. That's what I like to hear. Um, All right. You got two more actions. What are you going to do? So, yes, I am. Well, I have, I have one more action because raging is an action. Oh. Um, okay. So I guess. Um, well, I don't I don't think I should. I probably shouldn't be saving people while I'm enraged. I don't want to scare them. Um, <laughs> I mean, that could be part of it. Yeah, you could just be like, yeah. Yeah. Ow. Well, I mean, I can't use any actions that would require concentrating. Um, oh, I see. So I I'm going to go ahead and drop the rage now that the source of the fire is gone, even if the fire okay. is growing. And um, with my final action, I'm going to usher out. Technically, I used two actions earlier to find, locate, and calm down. So. I should be able to use one action to then escort, right? Correct. Okay, so I will yes, then okay. escort two people out. Okay, so yeah, boom. Uh, you're, we're going to go ahead and get rid of two of these guys. Boom. And that's going to be if Calarius turn. Aaron, what is he thinking? What is he doing? Aaron is scanning the room and seeing the flames grow. And he says... He looks around and he says, this building can't burn down. And then <laughs> runs over and starts shooting. Can I shoot Ray of Frost at the flames that are starting to spread? Yes, you can. Sick. So do you want me to roll for it still? Roll uh, to hit it? Yeah, it's it's like, I'm pretty sure to hit just a square is like a DC five. So just don't oh. roll a natural one. Yeah, please. Okay. Holy. I got a fat eight. Okay. Nice. So, Aaron, you you shoot. You're going to shoot the fire in one of its squares, which the square is like about five five by five, uh, f like uh, feet. Sorry, area. Um, and go ahead and remove one of those, whichever one you're aiming at. And you extinguish the flames in that spot. Hot mama. Hot mama. All right. 
Do you have any more actions you want to use? Um, no. Okay. All right, then it is going to be Urkel's turn. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Frizzigig's turn. Okay, this is what this is what I want to do. Uh, have you ever seen someone beat out a fire with like a blanket or uh, perhaps even I don't know a sack, which I just um, happen to have five of in my inventory. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to move up to the flames. Okay. Uh, and I want to, you know, Frizzigig's got some experience with fire, like he knows how to how to put it out. Uh, and so, um, yeah, he wants to he wants to beat uh, one of the squares uh, out. Okay. He wants to put it out. Okay. Okay. Give me a crafting check. Yes. Oh yeah. Sick. I can dig it. I can dig it. Awesome. That's a nineteen. Okay. Knowing, yeah, having your background and blowing things up and knowing how to put fires out, yes. you're able to remove one of the squares. But it's going to take your full turn. Cool. Um, I'll get rid of this one right next time. Okay, uh, Urkel. What is Urkel doing at this moment? So we've had some, some members of the council come down and kind of match up online with me, right? Like we're we're all trying yes, to like yes. match up online. With me. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, uh, match like in in line with me. Forgive me. So we're all like there together. Correct. Correct. Yeah, you guys are all in the same okay. space. Would I be able to talk to the two next to me and see if we can like efficiently build like kind of uh, like 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 um. Like when you're hiking on a trail and there's like marker system, you know, you're like following the markers. Can we like kind of streamline the process of getting people out and like work together to be like more efficient? Hmm. Is that doable? Could I discuss that with them? Or is it too much of a panic? Um, it's a little bit too much of a panic. Give me a diplomacy check. Okay. Uh, Natty 18, so that's me 23. Okay, yeah, you're able to quickly and um, efficiently get your message across, and you have the oh, kind of charisma to kind of take charge of the situation. And uh, I'm actually going to bump up uh, because of your like diplomacy. I'm actually going to bump up how many you save this round to four instead of two. Ooh, amazing! <clears throat> yeah, so Urkel is just working. Um, like hand in hand with the counselors this time. Urgle, you save uh, four people, get them out of the room, and then the counselors um, at the end of the round are going to take out five more. That's um, nice. So currently for the listeners at home, we still got about 22 of the 40 villagers still in the room. And um, at the at the beginning of the next round, uh, round three, the fire's going to grow again but it just goes back to exactly where it was. So it's actually not getting bigger. You're just containing the fire right now with Frizzigig uh, and Aaron's um, spell and sack combo. You guys are containing the fire in the corner. Um, Kaleri, what do you do? Okay, so with them containing the fire, is the smoke getting any worse or is it staying at about the same level? I, I mean, yeah, the smoke is still going to get worse okay. because it's the product of the fire. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, all right. In that case, um, I'm going to spend my turn assisting, um, getting people out. Uh, so I'm going to just spend an entire three actions getting these two out on the front row. 
um, and like just try not to get in the way of of the the elders um, doing their job to, to try to be as, as efficient as possible. Yeah, so you're gonna do that um, by by you assisting. That's gonna give. Um, I'll remove them at the end of the round. Okay. That's gonna be a big bump. Okay, sweet. Um, okay, that's your full turn. Uh, Aaron, are are you still trying to contain the fire? What's he doing? Yeah, I think he sees that the fire has stopped growing. Maybe we can get these people out and then kill this fire, but like hold it back for the time being. And he's going to continue to like keep a frozen barrier around it or something. Okay. Now, is Ray of Frost a cantrip or? It is a cantrip. Oh, okay, gnarly. Cool. Sometimes I love it. So for the non. Mm. The non-D&Demon uh, cantrips you can use over and over <laughs> again, uh, whereas like a first-level spell, you, you use it and then you only have a couple of them for the day, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you're going to use another Ray of Frost. Uh, basically roll a don't roll a one. Great. D- DC five. <laughs> I got a 15 and okay. daddy 15. Nice, nice. All right. You, c- you can remove a square of fire. Um, and then you should have one action left. Are you doing anything? No, I'm not. Okay. Um, all right. Frizzy gig. What's what's up? Uh, how many actions does it take me to put out a fire? Um, say? I'm, I'm saying it's all three just because it's it's a uh, yeah, it's not the most efficient way to remove it. But if you roll high okay. enough, then you can get it done. Okay. This is what this is what Frizzy is going to do. Um, uh, he's going to use, uh, uh, first action, do another quick alchemy and he's going to make another frost file. Okay. Uh, and he wants to throw this, I guess, and see if like splash damage might help, uh, see if it works any better. So I guess I need to make an attack roll as well. Mm-hmm. Hit the fire, uh, and I got 17 to hit. 17 okay um yeah it's actually going to remove that's going to remove two oh mama two of the flames okay very good. okay uh, well and that's we also the, the last time i can do that uh, i'm gonna get rid of now and then i'm gonna use my remaining action uh i'm going to drop one of my sacks uh on the ground i'm gonna shout over to like larry and, and nicole and say Hey, hey guys, you wanna come? You wanna come chit chat? You wanna come help put this out? <laughs> Trying to get Kalare and, and Urkel to somebody to come help put this out. Okay, uh, Urkel, Kalare uh, has now joined you and the counselors into getting these people out. Or are you? What are you? What are you doing? Um, I'm going to be uh, elated that it's working, uh, first off, and I'm going to hear Frizzy Gig kind of uh, calling us over <laughs> and say, a little busy right now, saving lives. <laughs> and I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, so if you've spent your full turn, I'm actually going to remove six with you and Kaleri. Oh. Heck yes. So six are gone, and then the counselors are going to remove five more. And now there are only 11 so left. So one more full round and we could effectively get them all out. They're outie. But it's Cal- it's Calaria's turn. And at this point, uh, you are going to gulp for air because the 
smoke is now in your is in like your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fire only grows by one, so there are only four squares of fire left. But everyone in the room is going to be um, breathing in smoke, and as long as you're in this room, you're going to take some damage from breathing in this smoke. Okay. What do you do, Kaleri? I'm immediately going to hold my breath to try to assist with, like, to try to mitigate the damage that the smoke is going to cause. Okay. Um, but then other than that, um, I'm just going to keep, just keep trying to file people out. Okay. Ah. Hold, holding Darn your it. breath, that's like an action you can actually take, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say that's going to... Mm, was that in, was I'm that just going to say... That, if that's going to inhibit my ability to, no. like, move people, then I yeah. don't want to, but... Okay, I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna make a make up a rule because we can do that in D and D. Everyone's gonna make a Constitution check at the end of their turn, and if you succeed, you hold your breath. Nothing bad. But if you fail it, then you take the damage and you can't keep holding your breath. Okay, that sounds good. So I need to make a Constitution check. I'm gonna say, I'll say Fortitude. Fortitude. Yeah, everyone just do Fortitude saves. Okay. But at the end of at the end of my turn. All right, fantastic. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna continue to help move people um, out. I'm holding my breath now, so I'm not gonna make a snide remark to uh, Frizzigig, um, but I'm just gonna like <laughs> look at him and like not with a glare, but like with my eyes wide open, like can't you see we're doing something here? Um, and then go back to ushering people. Big gestures, big gestures. Mm. Okay, all right, full turn getting people out. Aaron, what's up? <laughs> what's up, dude? Um, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how we doing, Aaron? Mm, he's warm. He's pretty toasty. <laughs> Put uh, it out. Put he's pretty. It out. He's pretty heavily focused on holding back these flames. Oh wait, I need to roll a, a kind of last, for last turn. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Go ahead and roll before before mm-hmm. Aaron like wins the game because that's yeah. exactly what he's gonna do. I already turns know. off the fire. Um, real quick, fortitude <laughs> ten. <laughs> oh boy. You start coughing. No. <laughs> How much damage do I take? And, oh, man. I rolled max damage. You take six points of damage. Oh fire gosh, damage. That sucks. <laughs> do you get to mitigate one of those? Yeah, you do get to oh, mitigate is it, one. Oh, is it technically is it fire damage? Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going to say it's fire. Okay, so. cool. For my, for my years of vaping, so, I'm, not, I'm not affected by the as much by the smoke yeah. in my lungs. <laughs> yeah. Larry okay. is also just an avid supporter of the vaping community. Yeah. <laughs> it's canon. All right, Aaron. Um, so, yeah, Aaron's working on keeping the flames back. She goes for another ray of frost. I think it's a fat, sweet, natty 19. Natty 19. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go, baby. You can remove one of the flames. And if you're done with your turn, go ahead and roll fortitude save. Uh, I hot baby crit. Oh, oh, oh wow! Man. Which is not—it's not awesome. For he blows a, out fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> you put fresh oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are—you are safe. Um, Frizzigig, what what are you doing? Okay, Frizzigig isn't currently standing next to. I uh, think he's gonna have to move, but we said it takes his whole turn to, you know. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is the. I I don't want to constantly be arguing with chance, trying to get every uh, penny I can, but. But you're, but you're just, going to. Just what keeps happening. But I will. <laughs> so, so uh, what I want to do 
is I want to move up, uh, like, you know, in, in uh, close enough to all of the fire. Uh, and what if I spend the rest of my two actions uh, uh, working on the fire? So I'm actually going to put one out. Uh, but what if, what if it gave me, like, what if my preparation for this turn gives me some sort of bonus when I go for the full round to do it on the next one? Okay. Does that make sense? Like I like I'm still work I'm still doing something to try and like put them out, but I'm not gonna be able to like put out a full square on this turn. Okay. Yeah. So you're just you're just asking for like an advantage on your next your next roll to put it out. That's fine. But please, sir, may I have an advantage? Please, sir. Uh yeah, go ahead. Sure. Um and Urkel, your turn. Does he have to roll for his oh, breath? Oh yeah, yeah. Hold your breath. Oh, 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 hold my breath. Hold my breath. Uh, 12? Is that enough? That is enough. Ooh. Exactly the DC. Uh, Urkel, Ooh. what's up with you? Are you still up, getting these people out? The last people. Uh, well, we, we've cleared We've cleared one aisle. So is this going back to like locating? It, can I still do? I'm going to do all my actions. Yeah. You know, so that's still good. Just to continue on with the with the crew here. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's... I'm going to try that. I'm just going to continue to do that. Okay. So, you and Kaleri still doing it, still adding in Taking that bonus from before. You guys, you guys are going to take out six, and the council members are going to take out the remaining five. Six. And then, at this point, the council members are going to exit the room. Okay. So, we file them out. We yeah. show them out. Um question for the dm here is the fire only in this room or is there how do we know what's in that other room right now okay yeah that the fire started from because because mm -hmm. like do we need to con is this it or what we see is that the whole fire i guess we would yes know. for the perp yeah 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 yeah, yeah for, maybe for the just, for the purposes of, of this encounter you know that if you can put out this fire you can pretty much stop the entire thing okay yeah Maybe it's the the rest, you know, the rooms that this came from. Those are just kind of already gone, but this is yeah. keeping the rest of the building from going up in flames. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Okay. All right. So Urk will give me a fortitude save. Absolutely, that is going to be twenty one. Okay, you are also fine. So uh, it's now round four. Mm -hmm. The fire is going to spread. Um, it's actually going to spread on Frizzigig Square. Uh-oh. Ah! So, um, reflex oh, save. boy. Frizzigig, give me a reflex save. Yep, yep. Yeah, give me a reflex save. Hey, I'm good at that one. 18. Nice. 11 plus 7. Get out of there. Okay, yeah, you, yeah, you definitely get out in time before the flames uh, hurt you. Mm. Um, and then, so yeah, there are four blocks of flames. The elemental is dead. The people are, are all safe, but this fire is going to burn down this building if it's not treated. Uh, the smoke is getting worse, and Kaleri, it's your turn. Okay. Um, Kaleri, after like legitimately like sucking down a massive, massive, like just cup of smoke, is gonna kind of like a turn towards the um, exit. Um, and she's gonna spend two actions, I guess, to move 
out of the room and she's gonna kind of like stumble onto the floor and just gasp for like fresh air and she's gonna turn to like the council members or whoever's there and just say there's a fire in there that we need to put out how can we do that the most efficiently okay so you you fall on the ground and you're coughing up your lungs and through that you also are saying how how can we put this fire out like asking these people yeah and everyone um I mean, everyone's kind of doing the same thing you are. They're all just kind of scrambling, catching their breath. Like, like right now, they just look happy to be out of that room. They're not thinking two steps ahead about putting it out. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm assuming that I would have to somehow, like, gather them together to actually get them to do something. And I obviously can't do that right now. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Aaron, what's up? Um, Aaron is going to continue to do the same thing and push back the fire a little. Okay. Um, like the times before, but as he does it, yeah, he gets a nine. As he does it, he's kind of like looking behind his shoulders like, uh, guys, hey, I, uh, guys, it's not like I can kill it. <laughs> and it's just like kind of panicked looking for the help that he hopes is going to come. Mm-hmm. All right, you are going to be able to put out one square and go ahead and give me a fortitude save. Um, nine plus three, twelve. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Okay, it the the save is actually going to be getting harder each time. Oh yeah. Oh. And you're going to fail this one, so you're actually going to take two points of fire damage. <coughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh um, man. Okay, so yeah, so there are three squares of fire in its physics turn. All right. Uh, what, what, what form does this advantage I'm gonna get? Like, do I roll twice take the iron? Am I gonna get like a plus blank or? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a plus four. Plus four. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, so sixteen total. Sixteen total. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and remove one. I will remove this uh, one. Okay. Okay, and uh, Urkel. There are two squares of fire left. Two of these guys are still desperately trying to put it out. Oh, Frisk Gig, roll, roll for fortitude. Uh, oh, yeah, what did you say? Uh-oh. Um... 10 total. 10 total. Mm-hmm. You are going to take six points of fire damage. Mm. But see, that I also have some fire resistance, so I'm going to take five points. Okay. Oh, nice. Nice. Or cool. There we go. Which is obviously way better than six. I would have been feeling bad if I had taken six. Oh, yeah, exactly. Urkel is going to look on his person and uh, realize that there isn't really anything on him to help with the fire situation, and it's very hot and sweaty and hard to breathe in here. He's going to dart out the door, uh, following Kalere uh, and uh, the the council members, <clears throat> bursting through and um, wiping his forehead with his sleeve, uh, and just going to take a moment to, to catch his breath, um, looking back in and trying to see the others, but uh, kind of figuring out what to do next. Okay, so uh, that's your turn is moving out of the room? Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we're moving into round five. 
Uh, fire grows by one. It is only three big. And Clary, what do you do? Um, so Clary, by making it out and clearing her lungs, she's going to kind of stand up. Um, and she's going to like, like once again, like say, but like this time, like much like louder to try to gather like as much attention as she can. Like, there is a fire in there still burning. I need as much help as I can get. And tries to like grab people around her. Like the counselor is like looking at them in the face and saying, where's water? How can we put this out? There's a fountain nearby, right? Uh, Isn't there like a, yes. a water feature somewhere? Yes. So you guys did pass it uh, Monument Circle, uh, which you guys are very close to right outside the double doors okay. of the town hall. Um, Monument Circle, uh, if you remember, there were like six giant pools of water oh, that yeah, yeah, the yeah, town yeah. was using to like. They're like coming mm-hmm. through with buckets, right? People are like filling up there. Is it kind of like the source of. Yes, yes. Is the town like water, water for the hole. town? Yeah. Ah, hmm. How, okay, so how, about how far is that from where we are currently standing? I'm going to say it takes two full, it takes six actions to get to the fountain. Holy, that's so, <sighs> far. so far. Jeez. So like, so I wouldn't be able to make it there like in one turn on my own because I'd be running through the crowd and whatnot. Correct. Okay. Uh, hmm. So like when I when I was like yelling at everybody, did anybody like was was anybody res- like receive that? Did anybody kind of snap out of it, or is everybody still kind of coughing and rolling around? Uh, yeah, most people are just trying. Most people are just running. Like you're in the room right outside the great hall. Most people are just booking it towards the outside doors, like running through the rest of the building trying to get out. Okay. Um. I guess Clary's gonna kind of just like turn to Urkel and just like be on it, like in, in a split second, just be like, "Look, I don't have a lot of experience with people, and I don't know how to get those to, get them to help us here. I'm gonna stay here and make sure that those two make it out because if they don't, somebody has to drag them out. But if you can go get more help, that would probably help us out a lot here." Um, absolutely. No, I think I, um, the Oracle's processing. <laughs> He's like sputtering and processing, trying to like uh, come up with an idea. Okay. But yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably just end my turn here. Like, so are you are you are you are you running or are you just no no I'm here? I'm definitely not running. Like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna like basically okay. hold my action um, and you know, make sure these doors like don't get shut. I'm gonna make sure. I'm I'm trying to make sure that like. Um, Frizzigig and and Aaron like make it out alive because if they inhale too much smoke and go down like they could be gone forever yeah. so if both of us leave and both of them go down then they're done so I'm like I'm, I'm my thought process is one of us needs to stay here and of the two of us okay. Urkel is definitely better suited to like interact with people and try to get them to help my, my thought is if we can have like one person like if i if i run if we're like running down together and like you meet me halfway from one there's buckets down there right is it like was that were there like buckets around or people coming with their own buckets um, yes and no i mean it's like 
it's like a water hole. So like there might be some buckets, okay. but it's a risk. Like you don't know for sure. Okay, we don't know. Okay, my thought is if I can get down there and maybe like give a quick little speechy speech, um, you know, to see who can grab, I can run a bucket halfway, catch somebody, hand it off, and then I can go back and they can like run it back and maybe find somebody else. Does that make sense? Like if, if you were to meet me halfway, I get what you're saying though about like not wanting to risk it with other people in there, um, with the other two guys in there. So okay, I'll, I'll say I'll say okay. this. Um, Let me think. Like, on we it. are having this very elaborate conversation in six minutes, like in six seconds. But um, I, know. <laughs> I like think that theoretically you could convince me to go halfway down with you because I could make it back in a turn. I just don't like I need to be close enough to go in and save them because nobody else is going to. So um, sure. I will run halfway with you um, okay. to, to where I can make it back in a turn. How uh, maybe. OK, I'll run. Let's go. And I can like shout at you, and I'm on my way, freaking okay. back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's 100 feet. I would technically like, be able to hear you, I guess. Yeah, 50 feet's not too far. Trust me, I got these big fat war pipes. It's fine. <laughs> you wait to hear my war cry. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna like. Um, so I'll be I'll be listening for like the the code that lets me know that he's on sure. his way back, and I'll be yeah. halfway. Um, but for the time being, I'm gonna spend my turn. Like, can I like see into the room? Like, can I like. Would I be able to hear either one of them if they called for help? Yes. yes. Okay. Then I, yeah, I'm gonna stay right where I can hear them, just in case you can, I need to go. You can definitely them. hear them and, and see silhouettes. Okay. Sweet. I'll end my turn there. Okay. Uh, wait, that was your turn. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, okay. Round five. That was Kalari's turn. Aaron, what's up? Aaron yells. This somebody stop talking and get help, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then continues to shoot eyes at the flames. Okay. Um, it's a 16 and a actually, uh, so yeah, so your 16 is definitely going to take one of those squares out. But I did say before, if you fail the save, you don't get it again, you're just stuck taking damage each turn. Uh, oh, okay, now we're getting cooked. You put you put a square out and oh, four damage, four fire damage. Oh my gosh. Uh, Aaron, what's your HP right now? It is six okay. of twelve. Right. You're, you're so good. Two two squares left. Uh, for the gig, what's up? Also, uh, I don't know why I keep saying what's up. <laughs> Sorry, what's up, dude? What's up? How we doing? What's up, YouTube? Yeah. Um, I Frizzy gig's gonna try and put the fire out. Right. Give me that crafting check. A 20, unnatural. Okay. Yeah, you get it. Boom. Okay. Oh, there's only one There's left. only one square. Grow, like, you guys are definitely... Also, uh, I take damage, right? Uh, yeah. Four damage. Oh. Mm, so, really three damage. <laughs> Urkel, it is your turn. The fire is almost out. But oh, my god. Your two comrades there's are There's no dying. time. I am going to reach over, grab one of the council members and say, how fast can you run? <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm going to roll a random die to see which which guy you get. Um, can I roll an intimidation check and make sure she's giving me a straight answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's a diplomacy check, and it's going to be a solid 11. I'm a little winded. Yeah. 
Powers fast. <laughs> can. Uh, okay, you actually you actually grab uh, the council president, if you remember, uh, Greta Gardania, and Ooh. you uh, you grab her, um, or you know you run up to her, and she she's like, what what oh what are you talking about? What <laughs> run where? <laughs> Greta, listen to me. We don't have a lot of time. We need to get water on this fire fast. Can you keep up with me? She kind of, My muscles are just bulgy. Yeah, she, I'm super intense. She, like, looks at you, like, with determination and sees that you, like, genuinely, like, want to help these people fix the situation. And she kind of just, like, looks at you very seriously and then just, like, nods her head and just starts booking it with you. <laughs> we start <Yeah>. hauling. <laughs> We're just boom. And my speed is not great. It's 25 or, yeah. um, but we are hustling. Okay, that's what hers is. So almost at the end of your turn, you guys are outside and you get all the way to the to one of the closest fountains. Perfect. What can we see? Uh, can I use a free action just like yeah. perception? You get there and in fact, there is a bucket next to the fountain. Oh. Just one? Yeah, just one. Okay. Um, All right. And that's where you're going to end your turn. That this is my the turn. end of round five. Round six, the fire is going to grow, but only by one. The fire is only too big, and it is Kaleri's turn. I guess she's going to hold her action until she either sees somebody in the yeah. room drop or until she hears Urkel scream her, scream her name. So she's, she's holding position. Okay. Aaron, two squares left. You still got some cantrips. Okay. This are all matters. I got a 11 to okay. hit. Okay. Oh, boom. Oh. You put out the far one. Frizzigig. There's one square left. Doesn't he take some damage, though? Aaron takes oh, damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I take Aaron. damage. And then he has oh. one turn to move, too. No. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not oh, good. That's not what we no. like to hear. Here on, here on Basically Good Podcast, that's not a good sound. Six points oh. of damage. Oh no! Oh no! Wait, so you hear a long and skinny thump to the wood floor. Wait, so I hear a thump. Man. Oh no! Skinny okay. thump. That's also that's just I, I just see it. I just see Aaron holding his hand out like, like shaking, and he just does one oh, last man. boop of like you know ice, and then he just crumbles. Oh, that's so cinematic. 